I'm Mark Hoke, and I've got to tell you about the incredible Family Soul Restaurant. They're the only soul food restaurant in Northwest Las Vegas, and simply put, they're the best in the city. Dan and his family have always treated me like I was a part of theirs every time we come in, and we never leave hungry. Start off with the amazing appetizers like their mac and cheese crab balls, crispy wings, and Dan's soul rolls. Then dive into Family Souls dinners with homemade catfish, hot links, and fried chicken with all the amazing sides you could ever want and finish it off with homemade peach cobbler and banana pudding. Plus, they're now open for breakfast Friday through Sunday, too. So head on over to Family Soul Restaurant right now at 2300 North Rainbow Boulevard, Suite 108, just off the Lake Mead and Cheyenne exits of I-95. Check them out at FamilySoulRestaurant.com or call 725-205-5085 for hours in their menu. Mention KDWN and get the People's Choice Special of Catfish, Yams, and Greens for just $15.99. It's food for the soul and the family, Family Soul Restaurant. Hi, this is Mark Hoke. Has out-of-control inflation, gas prices, and grocery costs wrecked your wallet? Then check into automated day trading with Trading Made Easy. Trading Made Easy has spent five years helping people put cash in their pockets with their simple-to-use day trading software. So if you're ready to leave that 9-to-5 job behind, visit TradingMadEasy.com or call 800-971-4160 to sign up for a free live training seminar right now. That's TradingMadEasy.com. 1015 FM, 720 AM, KDON, the talk of Las Vegas. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. One full hour of wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's bring on the tag team of Andrew Fish Fame. Joe DeFalco, and your host, Mark Hoke. Hi, ho there, neighborinos. I'm catching my breath. Apparently. Yeah. You're Mark Flanders. <laughs> that was mean. You're the one that said hi, ho there, neighborinos. Well, I did. I did. Just scrambling a little bit. I, I I know you're upset because of your Orioles, but it was a great season for the O's. I'm sad. I am I am a little sad about I know. that. And we'll talk about it tomorrow night. But I just wanted to at least just get it out of there because it's the, the the big white elephant in the room. We're gonna we're gonna talk about it on SportsX Radio tomorrow night at 8 p.m. on uh, KDWN 101.5 FM 720 AM. Imagine that. Yes, in, in the, the fish, fish tank. tank. Believe in the process. Yeah. Nice plug before we even talked about what this show is. This show is going to be sad. I think. Good, sad. But sad. Well, yeah, because we're going to talk about we're going to talk about the the legendary. Basically, it would be like if Vince McMahon died. Close, yeah, close. This not is not saying the, that Vince McMahon died. People don't don't go running. To, wow, don't run that clip. Yeah. yeah, Vince McMahon. Mark Hulk show reports that Vince McMahon is dead. No, <laughs> no, no. Just Fish's hairstyle is dead. Yes, it is. I'm Mark Hulk. Thanks for being with us on the Mark Hulk show on KDWN 101.5 FM. 7.20 a.m., the talk of Las Vegas. It's the station so nice. We're on your dial twice. Yes, and I, I'm trying to tag out, but my partner isn't here. <laughs> this morning has turned into a fiasco. Joe DeFalco <laughs> is uh, back east, so we will not have Joe. And unfortunately, we were going to go two hours today, but it looks like we're only only going to go one uh, due to fish having to depart unannounced. 
Because of work. Didn't tell me. That's okay. I didn't. I I, I just assumed Joe was going to be here doing both hours. Ah, it wasn't a big deal. Ah, see, assumptions. Yeah, when you assume things, you make an ass out of you and me. That is correct. Mostly me. Yes. But anyway, so we will just be doing one hour of the market. So we'll just have to today. get all that that more packed into that one hour. Yeah, good luck. Good luck. Thanks. Uh, see, I, the, no, the, it's what, okay. I don't know. Okay. I don't know what you want to lead off with, but I know what I would like to talk about. So I want to see what you want to lead off well, with. Well, you, you are you are the 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 Sherpa on this ride. I, I actually did want to lead off with talking about Antonio Inoki okay. because of his impact, not just in professional wrestling, but in the world. Period. Yeah, I mean, he founded um, New Japan, of course. Uh, Antonio Inoki, the legendary uh, Japanese professional wrestler slash diplomat slash politician and slash all around good guy real yeah, just an amazing influence in professional wrestling of course as you mentioned uh, founded new japan and all and, and really uh, i don't know if i can say he's the father of japanese wrestling but it's pretty darned close and uh, of course he's, he's the vinnie mac without the sex of uh, japanese wrestling yeah well yeah he did have four wives but Antonio Noki. Right, so he's just the Vinnie Mac, isn't it? Yeah. Antonio Noki passed away on Friday. Was it? I mean, and, and I, I hate to sound ridiculous, but was it sudden or no? It was natural causes. Okay. This was. I mean, he uh, was only seventy nine, right? Yeah, he was seventy nine. the The cause of death uh, was, gosh, I got to read this on the air. Systemic transthyretin amyloid. <laughs> Easy for you to say. Amylodis, God, old age. <laughs> I didn't practice this. That's I, okay. He died of natural causes. We'll just leave it at that. Amyloidosis. There we go. Okay. Which is basically a bunch of proteins build up around your heart and stops. Yeah, eventually takes you out. So. Yeah, I mean, he he was he got wrestling into North Korea. Yeah, I mean, it it's it's funny that the average person who you know, follows wrestling right now, probably has just heard the name a little bit, but really doesn't know the impact. WWE that, that, Hall of Famer, too, that, sorry. That he had uh, throughout professional wrestling. Of course, you know, he started out doing MMA. He was trained by Carl Gotch, the legendary early on pioneer of pro, uh, pro wrestling back in the Carney days where they would go around and you know, hit carnivals and stuff like that. But of course, they packed Comiskey Park. With his match uh, matches against um, George Hammerschmidt, yeah. So I mean, we're talking back in the day, incredible lineage uh, for Antonio Noki, uh, but uh, of course was just everywhere in Japan, and you know he and Giant Baba probably your two greatest legends in Jap- in Japanese wrestling was very well known for. I don't know if you, you saw the video or not of. One time, he had this ritual that he did with everybody that he would slap them to to pass on his fighting spirit. And there was one day where he kind of did this open thing where anybody could come and get slapped by Antonio Inoki. And the <laughs> line... At the door. Infinite. I yeah, know, I, don't I can imagine. Got, I don't know how he got through the day. But... Uh, it must have hurt his hand. Yeah, but people loved this guy. And, of course... Well, he he, he was just... He was a, a great humanitarian, because you're right. He was... It was more than just about the wrestling. He was about the wrestling bringing people together. Yep. And he just, I mean, so many titles won. And, of course, one thing that people 
may not know very well, technically, he was the WWF champion for a week. He had wrestled, Bob Backlund had gone over to wrestle him, and Noki won the title, and then they had a rematch which went to a no contest, but Inoki relinquished the belt. And WWE chose not to recognize the title change. One of those Jack Vanovo kind of things. Right. Um, you know, of course, Ric Flair has a bunch of those that he did. Um, you know, Carlos Colon and so on, where the NWA didn't recognize the title change. Well, WWE did not recognize this title change. So when you say WWE champion, past WWE champions, he's not on there. But if you go on... You know, all sorts of different sources. You'll see that he did actually win the title, and more importantly, he's in. Like I said, he's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and, and deservedly so. And, and of course, you know, was such an, an influence in Japanese wrestling, and then went on to a political career. And he used his fame from wrestling to actually do diplomatic missions. He did things in Iraq. Uh, where he got some Japanese uh, prisoners out of Iraq by promising to put on a wrestling show there. Uh, you know, so he met. He had met with Saddam Hussein. He had met with the North Korean regime, and of course that had the collision in Korea set up, which still is the most attended wrestling yeah, card. Hundred and fifty thousand was that it? Two day festival that was. And that drew. Uh, give me I there's 150,000 in one day. It was one. Give me one second. I had it here. 150 and 165. Yeah, it makes WrestleMania three look like a birthday party. It was. It was. <laughs> there was a lot of fiasco going on behind the scenes. If you ever saw the Dark Side of the Ring episode, but that was the only time that he ever wrestled Ric Flair, and defeated Ric Flair on that card on the second day. But. Uh, I mean, Inoki's uh, presence in professional wrestling, I mean, it, it's it's so deep and, uh, and of course, you know, had, had a fairly successful political career. It looms large, and I, I think it's fair to say without Antonio Inoki, wrestling wouldn't be what it is today. I think it's that's a fair, a pretty fair statement. Yeah, I mean, you know, people who are just casual fans who just watch WWE or WWF, or were end up. I mean, NWA was had much more interaction with New Japan, obviously, than WWE does. Uh, and now AEW has been bringing over, over a lot of the Japanese wrestlers as well. But Japanese wrestling, you know, the Tokyo Dome constantly sells out shows. Uh, it is a huge over there, and and a lot of Americans have found work and and rebuilt their careers by going to Japan. Of course, you know the runs that Stan Hansen and Bruiser Brody had over there. Legendary, so you know, absolutely. Nope. I mean, and guys like Chris Jericho, Daniel Bryan go there still. Yeah, it, sorry, yeah. Brian Danielson. Yeah, and of course, you know, the, the Bucks and Kenny Omega and all those guys, you know, really chopped their teeth over there. Absolutely. Um, you know, the, one of the most recent ones, Omega and Chris Jericho, when Jericho did the pain maker thing. Yeah, those guys just tore it out, tore it down out over there, and. No, it, their their fans are rabid, and it's a lot of it is because of Antonio Inoki. No question, he will be missed. Yeah, absolutely. He was just a great ambassador, and of course, one other thing that he did, which I I think it was probably the most mainstream, was the fight with Muhammad Ali. Yeah, and and as you said, you said to, and not to steal your thunder, and you brought this up before the show started. It was basically the precursor to MMA. It was 
Yeah, you know, and that I mean, fight, was that before or after the Gorilla Monsoon Muhammad Ali fight? That is a good question. You hit me with one, I'd have to check the dates on. Sorry, okay. I thought maybe you knew, I mean, if it was around the same, were they around the same time at least? Um, Somewhat, yeah. Okay. Uh, but, of course, that fight was, you know, Inoki was the Japanese wrestling legend. Ali was. Ali. Uh, was Ali. This was in the prime of his career in the late 70s. And well, that was the end of his career, the late 70s. Prime of his career was early 70s. Okay, well. But, yeah, but, I got you. Still, he was the heavyweight champion yeah. of the world. Oh, yeah. And, like a butterfly, sting like a bee. And I hit you, Antonio Inoki. A lot of a lot of people were somewhat disappointed with how that fight went, and reason being that at the last second, and this was something I didn't realize. I'd seen it, but I didn't know why what happened happened. At the beginning, Inoki went for a, like this diving leg kick, and then stayed on the ground. And the reason he did it was because he had managed to get a rule put in at the last second that if Inoki's on the ground, he could kick. So Inoki. After he does this first flying kick, lies on the ground and he was like like he was a turtle on you know on a, on a, its shell, and was just kicking away at Ali for most of the fight. Ali was trying to figure out what to do. I mean, there's there's legendary pictures of him perched up on the ropes with Inoki trying to kick him, and he's Inoki's just scooting around the ring because he didn't want to get punched by Ali. Can and, you blame him? Yeah, and eventually Inoki did try to stand up and got tagged a couple of times and said to heck with that. <laughs> it was kicking Ali in the groin, but uh, a lot of people kind of forgot about that after because it was really, you know, the fight wasn't what everybody thought it would be. But really, when you think about that, that is the precursor to MMA. This was the first time that two different fighting styles have been put in the ring together to see what would happen. Anoki the wrestler, Ali the boxer, who's going to win? And and if you think about what Anoki was doing, well, it's it happens all the time in MMA now. You know, guys are fighting; they're on the ground and they're fighting. Absolutely. You know, so it's it's pretty interesting. And I tell everybody go back and watch that if you haven't seen it. It's it was a bizarre scene, but but pretty cool. But Antonio Anoki passing away at the age of seventy nine, and you will be missed, Mister Anoki. Absolutely. Thank you, Anoki son. Yes. Did, did they do a, a? I don't know if they did the the ten bell salute on SmackDown. Did they? Did they do a mention of it? They did. They did mention on SmackDown. Okay. The, late, the news came kind of late, but they yeah, did no, I did. Okay, on, so but yeah, so Antonio Inoki passing away. Wow. Uh, of course, this is the Mark Oak Show on KDWN one hundred one five FM seven twenty AM. We are the talk of Las Vegas, and uh, before you get out of here, fish uh, extreme rules coming up that- Saturday night. So it will be before our next show. It will be before our next show, so we'll, we have to get our predictions in on that. The, the one thing I, I would like to talk about real quick, I don't, I don't know if it's real quick, right? is, is the whole White Rabbit Yes, that WWE is doing. And the more I think about it, the more I realize how ballsy, if you'll excuse the term, this really is for the WWE. First of all, it's worked because it, not this past Friday, the, the Friday before, at 9.23 when they were going to do the White Rabbit thing, Viewership for SmackDown was at 2.65 million. Yeah, let's explain what this white rabbit thing is because for all everybody knows, we're that's be a good point. About drugs or I, I, like I just assume that they know because they're yeah. wrestling games. But you're right. Go ahead. So WWE a few weeks ago at their live events 
at the breaks started playing the song White Rabbit by Jefferson, Jefferson Airplane. Airplane. And everybody's like, why are they playing White Rabbit? This and, is this and is weird. You got also gotta say the lights also went red. Eventually, yeah, they they started adding that in. And now all of a sudden, this white rabbit, these cryptic messages have been popping up all over WWE TV QR with codes. QR codes. So people are scanning the QR codes and they're getting these hints that are leading to the white rabbit. They did this reverse recording this week that you could hear just bizarre stuff. I mean, you got a hangman game and all sorts of different things going on associated with this white rabbit that. Nobody knows who is. We're assuming it's going to be Bray Wyatt. And it, it, assuming it, it has worked tremendously. Like I said, it, it's what people are talking about in the wrestling world. Period. It's the number one trending topic in wrestling. It, like I said, it had the the viewership for SmackDown jumped to over two and a half million viewers for the quarter hour when it was going to come on. Uh, and clearly, people are anticipating the return of Bray Wyatt. But and uh, so a lot of people are tuning in to catch it. But they they keep dropping these hints. But I, you know, the the aside from that, this is like a social media scavenger hunt that WWE is trying on this. And once again, and I and I think this is the bigger point to it, other than the probably an imminent return of Bray Wyatt, is this is a little game for everybody to play. This is something that WWE is trying to trail people around to get them to click, use their phones, follow QR codes, and so on. And I'm going to tell you something, Fish, that right now, if everybody in entertainment is not seeing this and saying, this is something we should be doing, then they're nuts. No. I'll tell you what it reminded me of. It reminded me of Moneyball. It reminded me of Moneyball. With sabermetrics, because everybody said, well, sabermetrics is stupid. You know, we can't, Bill James is wrong. We can't do it this way. Well, WWE is, has an innovation here that they have come up with and, and their social media people, genius. Yeah. I would be, if, if I were a company or, you know, like, a, like you're previewing a movie. Here's my, here's something my, like that. I mean, this is, this opens up a whole load yeah, of possibilities. This is my issue with it, though. And it's not an issue with it because they've done a brilliant job with it so far. And yes, while it appears that it's Bray Wyatt, there are other people or things that it possibly could be. Yes. Uh, my issue becomes if the ending is not satisfactory, it will be it will be ruined in the sense that they can never do anything like it again because people will never believe them. It, they they would have lost all credibility. So it almost has to be. Something that big, it can't be because one of the people, one of the things that they said it could be, and this was on, I think it was on Cultaholics, they were talking, or maybe it was WrestleMania. It was the, the six possible people that could be the White Rabbit. One of them was Baron Corbin, and it was Baron Corbin because one of the clues was Corbin, Kentucky. Uh, but that, I don't think it's gonna be Baron Corbin. One of them was it was the return of sanity because those are people that, that Triple H is, is uh, together with. One of them was that it was uh, Karrion Cross because he, uh, a while ago played a character called the White Rabbit. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, the Bray Wyatt. And if it's not Bray Wyatt, which it almost has to be, I think the disappointment will be so huge that people will not pay attention if WWE tries anything like this again. Yeah, I, I think it's a fair point. You know, but, but once again, I do think that you know people get a kick out of that kind of stuff. 
And even if it doesn't come out to be, if it's not Bray Wyatt, still, they've really learned something on this. And and I, I like I said, I think it's really innovative. I think that you could contests, um, promotions, all sorts of different stuff that you could do leading a trail like this. It's pretty yeah, cool. No, when and where do you think it is the end game at Extreme Rules? I mean, nobody knows. But in, in your best guess, is it extra? Because everyone thought there was going to be at SmackDown two weeks ago, that it was going to be at Raw the following Monday. Which and, is I mean, kind of the point. Yeah, exactly, to get you to tune in. So, when, I mean, there has to be an end point. You would think it would be Extreme Rules. That would make sense. I mean, I don't think you can drag this out too long. But, yeah, it's fascinating. Very, very innovative. The psychology is, is just incredible. Yeah. And yeah. it's something WWE needed. I don't know if under Vince McMahon they would have done something like this. No, it's like, here, kitty, kitty, kitty. Yeah, and I wonder how <laughs> AEW will respond because they're going to have to do something, not necessarily of this ilk, but something in response no, to it. But you I know? think I think everybody's going to come. I mean, I, like I said, I think this is something that people in entertainment, if you see that this is drawing ratings that you're building to something, and you could be building towards a, a character return in a show, or hey, this is you know we have X movie coming out and. Hey, you're going to get a special preview if you follow this. You know, here's a clue to what might happen. There, there is the, the, there are so many possibilities with just the technique of and, what they're and, doing. It's I, I hate to bring out this name, but there's the, also the fear that it's going to end up being the gobbledygooker, ah, which would be kind of funny. Yes, but I mean, not can, a, not the actual gobbledygooker, but that kind of ending. The problem is, if AEW does something like this, won't it be? Oh, that's just them copying WWE at that point. What's wrong with that? You could, I'm telling you, everybody's going to copy this. To They're a certain seeing, extent. I think they, you, you'll have to have their own twist on it, obviously. Right. But if it's, it's drawing ratings, it's drawing views. Hundreds of thousands of people are clicking on, you know, scanning their QR, their QR codes in the phone. Have you been doing it? Neither of Actually, I did not. I've just waited for the reports. That's exactly what I've been doing, I'm, too. I'm stubborn on this. But. Yeah, I've, I've been reading, uh, the, like, Fightful Select and what they're saying about it. Yeah, so, yeah, it's fascinating, and we'll see if that culminates at Extreme Rules coming up here in a little bit. Less but than a week. Less than a week. And it's actually a pretty good card. And I, I, By the way, I hear Brock Lesnar's coming back for Crown Jewel. And, boy, you are just killing me here, Fish. How am I killing you? Because that was... Another thing I was going to talk about, because we do have a couple minutes left here on the Mark Oak Show for the first half hour. Brock Lesnar has apparently announced his return. He will be on another flight to Saudi Arabia to pick up another $10 million, I would imagine. Uh, apparently it was because Goldberg is not under contract, so that Goldberg is not going to be there. So Brock Lesnar will be, because apparently Brock Lesnar's next schedule appearance was supposed to be day one. Yeah, well, guess what? The Saudis said... Uh, Here's a, here's a bag of money, and Brock said, okay. Um, my guess is he has to fight Bobby Lashley, right? No, my guess is that they're going to put him in with Daniel Cormier. I thought you were going to say Roman Reigns again. No, Dan, of course, <laughs> Daniel Cormier was announced as the special uh, guest referee for this pit match between Seth Rollins and Matt Riddle on Extreme, Extreme Rules. Rules. And if you remember, he was actually trending this morning, but if you remember, those two were racing for a big MMA fight, but it never came off. There, there are clips of the confrontation they had at one of the USC events. I believe it was back in 19, somewhere in there. We could be seeing Daniel Cormier 
and Brock Lesnar in a WWE ring. I just don't want it to end up like Brock Lesnar, Kane Velasquez ended up. You would hope not, but this could be fun. Yeah, because if but, it's and if it's not if it's not Cormier, I would suggest Bobby Lashley would be the only other person it could be. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. I think it's uh, I think it's pretty cool to say the least. You know what else is cool, Fish? What? Having a good attorney here. Oh, good Lord. Yep. <laughs> hey, my friend Dutch Boyd at VegasCouncil.com is ready to help you out with whatever you need. I mean, he's graduated from law school when he was 18 years old, three-time World Series of Poker bracelet winner, longtime Las Vegas resident now, does all sorts of stuff, personal injury, crypto, crypto clients, business law, intellectual property, which, trust me, is his, one of his specialties. Business law, he's terrific, and and he's a friend of mine, too. I can personally vouch for the guy. He's going to help you. He really will. So if you have any legal issues, go to VegasCouncil.com. It's C-O-U-N-S-E-L.com, and say hi to Dutch Boyd, and you know, get your legal problems squared up. And, by the way, if you're hungry, too, head on over to Family Soul Restaurant. we got to make sure we say hi to them as well. Man, I'll tell you, some catfish. Shrimp and grits, all sorts of great stuff. They're serving breakfast right now. Head on over to Family Soul Restaurant, 2300 North Rainbow Boulevard, Suite 108 in Las Vegas, FamilySoulRestaurant.com, or give them a call, 725-205-5085. That's Family Soul Restaurant. Tell them we sent you that big specials there for you, too. The People's Just Choice. KDWN, the People's Choice, man. Stick around. We've got more on the Mark Oak Show, Extreme Rules, AEW, all sorts of stuff going on. We will be right back. When it comes to having the right attorney in your corner, you want to have a proven winner on your side. And Russell Dutch Boyd of VegasCouncil.com knows how to win in Las Vegas. Boyd graduated at 18 years old from law school and is also a three-time World Series of Poker bracelet winner. And no matter what legal challenges you're facing, Boyd will help you through it all. As a litigation attorney, he covers multiple areas of law, including personal injury, business law and startup, cyber law and crypto clients, and whatever else you might need to navigate the legal waters of Las Vegas and beyond. Just visit VegasCouncil.com to set up your free initial consultation today. That's VegasCouncil.com and let Dutch Boyd help you win today. Once again, that's Russell Boyd at VegasCouncil.com. One oh one five FM, seven twenty AM, K Don, the talk of Las Vegas. You're listening to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Vegas, The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Now, here again is Mark Hoke. All right, and we are back on the Mark Hope Show here on KDWN, 101.5 FM, 720 AM. Talk of Las Vegas, I'm Mark Hope. Thanks for being with us. Andrew Fish Fane. That's me. By my side for the next half hour. Yay. Said, unfortunately, I apologize that we did announce we were going to go two, but we're only doing one today because of departures and absences. So Absences more than departures. No, it's both. No, because if he wasn't absent, you'd do hour two. Regardless of my departure. Yeah, either way. But the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. Uh, we are going to get to Extreme Rules in a little bit, but 
One thing that I wanted to talk about that is going on on AEW, I got excited this week, and I think a lot of other people did too. Fish is over here being sarcastic, but he's completely wrong. What happened with Chris Jericho this week? A new invention from the, I don't know, do we call him the man of a thousand gimmicks now? Yeah, he is. Remember, he was the man of a thousand holds, and he he was naming them. Beautiful list. Yes. He's good at lists. Yeah, he's very good. Chris Jericho is, is, as good as he is, he still may be one of the most underrated wrestlers of all time. I I don't know, but, you know, it's funny. Even Tony Khan said Chris might be doing the best work of his career right now. He might be right. Because what happened with Chris Jericho, of course, he won the Ring of Honor World Championship uh, last week uh, at the Arthur Ashe Stadium. So this week he defends against Bandito, who had never gotten a rematch. He was the champ towards the end of Ring of Honor and during the pandemic. And, you know, if you hadn't watched Ring of Honor, you probably hadn't seen Bandito wrestle very much. He's really good. He actually held Chris Jericho up for 53 seconds in the air on this show. And he's not he's not built like Brock Lesnar or anything. Fantastic match. So Jericho beats Bandito in the end, and then says, I am going to ruin the legacy of Ring of Honor. I am going to destroy everything that was good about Ring of Honor. I'm going to pass champions, referees, announcers, ring announcers, and then Bobby Cruz is in the ring with him, who, of course, is the longtime ring announcer for Ring of Honor, and he attacks Bobby Cruz, of all people, the sweetheart, the Ring of Honor ring announcer, and kicks him, Judas affects him, and lays him out, and is screaming he's going to destroy the legacy of Ring of Honor, and I'm going to beat all, all the past world champs and everything else. And I'm just sitting there saying to myself, huh, that's pretty cool. Because, of course, the Ring of Honor legacy, you know, that's why Tony bought the darn thing, you know, because of the past history of Ring of Honor. So now Jericho is saying he's going to be going after all the past Ring of Honor champions. Well, Fish, that is a fascinating list of people. Yeah. This is this is interesting. And I can, you know, and, and I'll run it down real fast. Now, obviously, some of these guys aren't going to be able to wrestle retired or whatever. Uh, low key was the first champ. He's I don't know if he's still around, but he's out there. Uh, Xavier's done. But Xavier he, Woods, you mean? No, not not him. Samoa Joe, Austin Aries, Punk, uh, James Gibson, who is Jamie Noble. He's obviously unavailable. Brian Danielson, who he challenged to wrestle in Toronto. Homicide, uh, Takeshi Morishima. He's retired. Nigel McGuinness, who hasn't wrestled for a long time, was announcer in WWE, so he's a little tied up. Jerry Lynn, one of the most underrated wrestlers of all time, and he's an AEW coach. Austin Aries, Tyler Black, which is Seth Rollins, so wouldn't see him. Roderick Strong, still tied up, obviously, in NXT. Eddie Edwards and Davey Richards, the former American Wolves. Kevin Steen, which is Kevin Owens, so he's unavailable. Jay Briscoe, Adam Cole, Michael Elgin is still... Flying around, he's been doing Japan and independent scene. 
Jay Lethal, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Christopher Daniels is still with AEW. Cody Rhodes obviously tied up. Dalton Castle, Jay Lethal, Matt Taven's an impact right now. I'm sure they could get him if they wanted. Roosh, who just re-signed with AEW. PCO, one of the former Quebecers, who won the title when he was at 50 years old. Uh, and then Bandito and Jonathan Gresham, who won't. He's not coming back. He's a little grumpy. But this is this is going to be fun because, of course, he's also said he's going to go after everybody. He beat up Kerry Silken a, about a week ago when he was wrestling Claudio. That means Enrico Bonnie, the announcer, Caprice Coleman, who's also a wrestler. Man, this could get intense, dude. And And you're bringing back the nostalgia and the history of this run. I think this is going to be a lot of fun for Chris and a lot of fun for the fans. I would agree if there were more people that he could wrestle. There's too many people on that list he's not going to wrestle. He's not going to wrestle CM Punk because CM Punk's not coming back. And you mentioned... I don't know that. It, we, we don't know the, if he's the, not coming back or not. He's not coming back. He, he, the Brian Danielson... Do you want to bet a nickel on that? Brian Danielson, he was already going to be wrestling, so that's not a big that's not a big deal. You know, uh, the, the fact that he can't wrestle Tyler Black... Seth Rollins. Obviously, there's obvious a few reasons. guys who can't. Right. Uh, and uh, Matt Taven, uh, from what I gather, may be heading WWE way as well because him, uh, Maria Canellas, and Mike Mike Bennett are all, their contracts are now up, and they're, and they're very interested, or WWE apparently is very interested in the three of them. Now, you've still got a really long list of... Yeah, and, but some and, of them are and, guys that he'd wrestle anyway, like a Samoa Joe. So, so it's not that novel a concept because of the names are guys who are in AEW already. But I, I think Fish of the Wrestling World might disagree with you that it's not a novel concept, and it, yeah. it, it is it it caught on pretty quick, and a lot of people are speculating as to how this will end up. Who's going to be the man to stop Jericho from wrecking ring, the, the legacy of Ring of Honor? Because they could they could drag this out for a long time, but it it to me is a very innovative idea. Yeah. To, it, it depends if they, have, if, if they have the ring of if the ring of honor finally gets his own show. If it's just part of an AEW show, then it doesn't mean anything because then it's just AEW. We'll see where that ends up, but I think this is going to be interesting, and, I, and it's going to tug at a lot of people's heartstrings that are a you know, especially you know, Ring of Honor fans are going to be like, "Wow, don't wreck my Ring of Honor." Well, there aren't so, there aren't enough of them. If there were, Ring of Honor wouldn't have gone out of business. And so there's Tony there's gone. still a lot of people like Ring of Honor fish. Yeah, right. there, there, there are, but there are not nearly enough of them to make that much of a difference. Yeah, is the we'll point? S- well, we'll see. Yes, we will. We'll see you, WWE apologist. I'm not apologizing for anything. AEW hater. Yes, you are a hater hater because everyone has overrated this company. You know they're coming up on the uh, starting their fourth year. I, I'm well aware. As we are getting ready for their anniversary show coming up. Yeah. And Impact's been around for 20 years, and I still don't think Impact's all that great either. Yeah. Impact is an, it has been a very interesting promotion, to say the least. Yes, it has. Uh, you know, it, 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 from TNA to Impact. And, and it's because of Impact, we have people like AJ Styles, too. So, Yeah, and, you know, but I, I think AEW is going to be having, isn't going anywhere for a long time. And they're going to have... A, you know they've got a good TV contract. Uh, it's, it's not that I hate um, AEW. I just can't stand Tony Khan. I think he's an absolute turd. Wow. I think that he is a guy who has still has a lot to learn about the wrestling business, and I think he has a lot to learn about giving out, sharing authority a little bit. 
once he does that, I think he'll be all right. Yeah, but don't do it but, on my dime. Well, you know, a lot of pe- he's making a lot of dimes from it. So. And he's and no, he's not. They're losing money left of left left. What are you talking about? AEW is losing money right now. How do you know? You got because, the books? Yeah, I've seen I've seen the financials about it. I haven't I haven't gone over poured over them, but they are definitely losing. They're getting money. million dollar gates. What are you talking about? They're doing. They've fine. done it. They've gotten like two million dollar gates. They are losing money because the amount of contracts they handed out and the amount of money they're paying, the amount of people they're paying that much money to. I would love to see the books. I'd love to see the books. I guarantee you they are losing money right okay. now. Okay, you say so. You say so, AEW accountant, man. Yeah. Whatever. Fish wants to start a fight. I'm Mark Hoke. Thanks for being with us on the Mark Hoke Show. I don't want to start a fight. I just think that <laughs> AEW is way overrated. Say what you want. I did. Okay, you did. It's fine. I'm Mark Hoke, Andrew Fish Fane. The, 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 he is the AEW hater. Yes. Poor guy. I feel bad for him. I don't. Because you really enjoy it. You know, maybe we should do what Gunther did and change all your letters to capitals. Yeah, I don't understand that point of that either, but okay. You could be Andrew Fane. Yeah, possibly. Gunther, by the way, if you didn't see that, changed his, they changed it to all caps again. When he was Walter, it, it was, was all, caps. all caps. Yeah, I, I, I don't, yeah. We're, we're back to all caps with him. Um, Randy Orton, by the way, some news about Randy Orton. The WWE. Didn't like this. WWE is very concerned about what's going on with Randy. Of course, he had a back injury that really ended the run of RK-Bro. And sources from WWE are saying that they are really worried about this. The quote uh, from Wrestling Observer Newsletter was, there's a lot of concern regarding Orton's back injury and its severity. Of course, he's been wrestling for 20-plus years, but... As tough as Randy Orton is for him to be out this long, and people are saying that, wow, this is a, a huge blow to WWE if Randy Orton is absolutely. And they're they're saying that he may not he's not going to wrestle again this year, no matter what. No, that's that's not happening. It, it, that was already said. He's he's done for the rest of the year. And so. it, it's it's scary because you know Randy Orton's been you know one of the constants for the last twenty years at WWE since you know he came in with. Batista and Brock and John Cena, and they all came up together. Yeah, so we'll see if Randy Orton can get back. But like I said, they are apparently WWE is very worried about what is going on with him right now. So yeah, we'll we'll find out. But that's that's a sad story. If yeah, it uh, is. If Randy can't get, get back get in the ring. Soon, yeah, you never know. I mean, things people, maybe RKOing out of nowhere again soon. Yeah, give him a year. Of course, you know, the guy's got a family and everything else, and would you blame Randy if he said, I'm done? Oh, absolutely not. No. And not he's me. got nothing left to accomplish or approve. No, he doesn't. So, yeah, but uh, that's some uh, bad news out of WWE land. But you know what? Because i, I got to get these in since we'll have one hour. If Randy has to retire, he could always go into the world of automated uh, day trading software. Go to Trading Made, e- uh, with trading made Easy. Guys, you can drop that nine to five job, pick up some extra cash, however you want to do it. But the bottom line is do it. Go to tradingmadeasy.com. It's so easy. They only need one E in the website. Tradingmadeasy.com or call 800 971 4160 and get a free live trading, get a free live trading session this week. Learn all about it. There's no obligation. No one's going to ask you for your credit card or anything like that. They just want you to. Go in and see what it's all about. And if you like it, get into it and start making some money. That's TradingMadeEasy.com or TradingMadeEasy at TradingMadeEasy.com 
or 800-971-4160. So there you go on that. I know I've got to get... Oh, and uh, and then when you win that money, by the way, you can go to betonline.ag. And you can bet on wrestling there or just about any sport right now. If you want to put some money on the games today, you can do it. And all we ask you to do is go to markhokeshow.com and click on one of our links there to go to betonline.ag. You'll see it on the sponsor page and the front page. Click on there, sign up. You're getting a 50% deposit bonus. So if you put in 1000 you get five up to $1,000. You put in 1000 you get 500 back on top of it. So that is a heck of a deal. So please go to our website, markhokeshow.com. Click on one of those links. Sign up today. That, that bet is still up. If MJF is going to be the world champion before the end of the year, you can put money on it right now. If you think it's not going to be in time, it's plus 250, Fish. Plus 250. And, 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 you know, the, the later you wait, the less time there is for him to win it. That's right. So, yeah, I think it's minus 400 that he will and plus 250 he won't. I I have a feeling that 250 might be a good bet, Fish. I think it might be. Yeah. So go ahead and sign up for that right now. We would certainly appreciate it. Um, and let's see. Do I, Yeah, let's get this one more piece of business out of the way, and then we can uh, move on to our extreme rules predictions which I think are going to be pretty interesting. If you are tired of that same boring food when you're out for breakfast or lunch, there's a different place to go. Go to with unique food that I'm sure you're going to enjoy, and that's Unique Eats. Take some time out of your day and stop into Unique Eats featuring, featuring celebrity chef Dominic Tedesco and fantastic staff over there. I got to tell you what, I never see my drink fish when I'm there get below like two-thirds empty. I mean, it's amazing how terrific their staff is. So if you need to start your day or grab lunch, great omelet sandwiches, pasta. He's got award-winning pizzas. It's a great dining experience. Won't break the bank. Uh, They've also got a smoothie bar, vegetarian menu, and Dominic does amazing catering as well. Very known for that here in Las Vegas. So go to Unique Eats at 3100 South Durango Suite 100. They're open until 3 p.m. daily. Uh, You can call them at 702-992-3038 or visit them in Unique Eats LV dot com for info and that delicious food by the way yeah fish and i've gone there too yeah it's unique eats so say hi to them it's not unique unique ads with only one e though no it's unique eats (laughs) good food we should go over there for well you're going to work so you can't go yeah thank you very much yeah no problem sorry buddy i I would have invited you over but uh you're you're tied up and uh by the way i also want to wish everybody safety and a quick recovery from everything that's going on with Hurricane Ian. Pretty sad story there. Boy, that uh, that thing that got in the southwest corner, and I know people down in the Naples-Fort Myers area, they got crushed. And that's actually where Beasley's corporate headquarters is, which runs all five of our stations here in Las Vegas. Um, if you want to help out there, uh, just go to bbgi.com, and they've got a page on there where you can uh, make donations and would certainly encourage everybody to do that as well. Absolutely. Yep. Well, there's going to be a hurricane of brewing in Philadelphia coming got, up on Saturday night. No, and it's got nothing to do with Shane Helms. No, he will not be. Well, he might be there. Yeah, but he, he won't be uh, the reason for the hurricane. No, no, no Rosie or anything like that. But Extreme Rules on Saturday night. And I believe so far every match has a stipulation. Yeah. You know, last year they... I think only one match had a stipulation. Yeah, so it was kind of stupid. This was, year, everyone has a different stipulation. It was not extreme. It was just an X, pretty much. Yes. Yeah. 
Well, this year, this time around, not so much. We got a pretty wild card here, and Fish. Let's talk about the extreme rules. Let's do it. We have. Uh, I guess I'll start from the bottom here. The brawling brutes, Sheamus, Ridge Holland, and Butch, taking on Imperium, my boys. Gunther. It's now not Gunther. It's Gunther. Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci in a six-man tag team good old-fashioned Donnybrook match. <sighs> kind of harkening back to the 20s with, with gang fights in, yes. in New York City. And, and I, I, I just, depending, if, if they're doing the 50-50 booking, then the Brawling Brutes have to win this match. You think so? But if they're if if they want to show the strength of Imperium and 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 have them move forward, and especially with the Gunther as the Intercontinental Champion, I see Imperium winning this match. I think Imperium is a lock to win this match. And I'm trying to. I looked last night and I didn't see if uh, BetOnline.ag had any odds on this. But yeah, I I gotta you gotta have Imperium win this. You got the tag team yeah, back I, together finally. Yeah, no, and, I, that's what I'm, I'm. That's what I'm saying. I. I was agreeing with you. That's why I said the only way that, that Brawling Brutes win is if they can do the 50-50 booking, and that, that'll make Imperium look weak, and I don't think they want to do that. No, you don't want to do that. So, yeah, odds are not up on this yet. I'm just kind of surprised, but they will be soon, I'm sure. But, yeah, so but I will say this. It's going to be a fun match. Oh, absolutely. That is going to be a great match Hard-hitting. To, to say the least. I mean, I still remember the last war games, the war games that those guys had with the Undisputed Era. Where one of them got one of the guys in Imperium actually got hurt and they ended up going four on three. I mean that that was still an incredible match. Absolutely. So I am I am psyched. It will be a great match. This is a good card for an extreme for a, a lesser uh, premium live event. It's a good card. Edge and Finn Balor will be facing off in an I Quit match. Yikes! I don't see Edge saying I quit. It's it's hard to imagine, but Balor is getting a major push right now. Everybody yes, says, of course, for those that forgot, Finn Balor was actually the first Universal Champion, but got hurt in the match with Seth Rollins. Uh, I believe it was a separate, separate shoulder, shoulder. Yeah, and they yeah. had him relinquish the, the title. next day. Yeah, yeah. So it was a one day reign for Finn Balor. Now favorite at Triple H, and I have a feeling Balor's going over on this. Now, they really do. I think if they do it the way they'll do it is have Edge pass out. The question, my question is, is what happens as far as because the storyline for Finn Balor and Judgment Day is AJ Styles joining up, which means the the two Bullet Club dudes getting together. Hmm. So it's going to be very interesting to see how that how that plays a part if it does. Yeah, this will. I think I think this will be a very good match as well. Yeah, I do too. We have Bianca Belair defending the WWE Raw Women's Championship in a ladder match against Bailey. I don't see Bianca losing to Bailey. Are you sure about that? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. I do. Of course you do. I do. Why wouldn't I? Why would you? <laughs> we can't keep asking that rhetorical question. Fish, why do you think Bianca Belair has because, no chance to I think, lose to Bailey. I think because I think they're making her as they should a very strong champion, and they're going to keep it going, especially considering the weakness of the championship on the SmackDown brand. Well, you of course you have damage control there, a group you're trying to build up, and you know already two members with the women's tag team titles. It's always better when the chase is being done by the babyface, 
And I have a feeling that with Bailey's return and the way this is going, I think Bailey wins this match and Bianca gets in a major feud with Bailey for a long time, which, hey, I'm good with that. It was supposed to happen anyway. Right. They were in the middle of one when she got hurt. When she got hurt. So I have a feeling that Bailey is going to go over in this one and will win the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Drew McIntyre and Karrion Cross with the lovely Scarlet in his corner wow. in the strap match. Fish, you need to watch the match, not Scarlet. Uh, unfortunately. I mean, yes. Uh, I, I will say this. I I would love to see Drew go over, but there's no way. Cross is going over in this match. Cross is so going over in this match. There's no question. Yeah, I I think this is going to be a, another, once again, this, I think this is going to be a great match to watch. Yeah, absolutely, but I, I there's just no way they can have Drew go over in this match. Yeah, you're you're pushing Karrion Cross and I mean he hasn't even Karrion Cross hasn't had a real match since he's been back. Could you imagine if WWE did that to him again? He lost his first match back. Of course, he when he was moved he up to, to Jeff the Hardy. Raw brand, lost shockingly lost to Jeff Hardy. I think the gladiator it was a piece of the gladiator helmet that got stuck in his eye or something, but a, a two, like a two minute squash. Which was just unreal, but I don't think they'll do that to Cross. No, again, I, so. I, I, I don't see Cross losing this match. Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins in a fight pit match. They're Daniel wrong. Cormier is the special guest referee. The former MMA fighter is Rollins is going over again. They're they're still pun- either punishing Riddle for what he said, or they just they they just can't have Rollins lose to him. I at this point, boy, we're disagreeing. I'm I'm gonna lean. Towards Rollins winning this match. That's what I just said. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Riddle. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I think I think Riddle's going to get a win here, but I think something crazy is going to happen. And I think Cormier and this could involve Brock Lesnar too. Could be a lot of fun. I, I think there's going to be mayhem in this match. That is my main prediction for this one. So we'll see how that goes. And Liv Morgan will be defending the WWE Women's SmackDown title. In an extreme rules match against Ronda Rousey, so pretty much anything goes. They've tried so hard to make it look like Liv can be extreme, and it just hasn't worked. Ronda Rousey's going to dominate this match. I think so, too. <laughs> well, I think, I think Liv will have a good showing. Yeah, I mean, but they've tried to make and it, just, it just doesn't look right. It's it's not her style. No, and, and she doesn't have the crowd support that she had before she won the title. Nope. So, Ronda Rousey should be going over. But I, but I will say for this card... Excited to see it. Unless Charlotte Flair comes back and somehow, because yeah. she's due back at any time still. Yeah, we'll see. Wedding's Maybe over. she's Honey the over. Yeah, that could be too. She'd look cute in bunny ears. All right. That's it for the Mark Hope she Show should, today. She should be the white rabbit. She should show up in bunny ears though. Uh, that's what I just said. I know. No, I'm not for Follow the cuteness us. just to throw people off Stop and make people fish. think she's the white rabbit. <laughs> Acknowledge me. Oh my God. Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Facebook, the Mark Hoke Show. MarkHokeShow.com is the website for all information about the show. MarkHokeShow.podbean.com for all of the podcasts. We'll have this one up as quickly as possible. All sorts of great stuff going on there. Guys, thanks for listening. We do appreciate it. We'll see you next time on The Mark Hoke Show. Have a great Sunday, Las Vegas, and around the world. We'll see you next week. Want more of The Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show. And visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. 
And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show and download our podcasts at markhokeshow.podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join The Mark Hoke Show family today, and thanks for listening.